Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined by Mr. Benny Mathers. We're solo today. Riding solo. We're riding, riding solo. solo. We're riding solo. I'll find that song for you. That's right. That's because uh, Miss Valerie is... I flying know, solo. Flying solo. Flying solo. Flying solo. I, well, she's probably in New York now, I would imagine. I think so by now. Yeah. I think she left this morning. She went to the sure. big city with a girlfriend and their so city. jealous I am. Yep. And I told her, don't be afraid to eat from the street vendors because they have some of the best food on the planet. Probably have better food. They really do. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's a little mini restaurant on the side of the street. And there's yeah, all is. over the place. I'll tell you, the favorite one is on 55th, oh. right by the hotel. And when they oh. open up, they open up at 5.30 or 5 o'clock, uh-huh, I uh-huh. think. And the line is already down three, blo- <laughs> three blocks to for this stand and they have uh, f- food from Persia and uh, uh, you know all, all uh, mid-eastern food the line is like all the way down I wish I had like a GPS tracking device on on Valor so we could like see where she's at why didn't we think to do that I don't know I just thought of it right now we'll do it for the next time it's like where's instead of where's Waldo where's Valerie that's it and exactly like a little, boop, 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 like track exactly. her across a little map well we're gonna get that we're gonna get the real story today from my guest okay about is that okay to be eaten from the street vendors? Oh. Uh, nutrition in our changing world. <laughs> Food, mood, fatigue. What's going on? Nutritionist Beverly Kimblay joining us here today. And I have to tell you, when I bring her on, I'll tell you, I had the most exciting experience of first meeting her. And I want to share with you later on what she gave me permission to do and how it changed my life in the moment. But before we do, let us kick this off with pulling our card. Thanks to Heidi Bayer. I have to cut the deck just like poker. I won at poker Do last weekend. It. Okay. Texas hold them. Tex- no, they don't play that. They played a New ba- York hold that them? baseball game. Oh. Baseball. Uh, okay. Law number 52. 52. Because we're talking about cards. 52 cards in a deck. Mm-hmm. Really? I fuel my dreams with faith. I love this. This mm. is a perfect card today. This is a good one. I fuel my dreams with faith. Faith is a fuel that drives your dreams into manifestation. After you conceived of a, of, a, of a goal and completed the preparatory steps, yes, you actually have to do something here, right? Surrender your dreams to the higher power with complete faith and knowledge that you'll realize the best possible outcome. And I love that because that is, uh, you know, that is really the time we live in now. If we want to change the vibration on the planet, this is a time to do it. But let me tell you about my guest today. I actually spent some time with her in her office in Seattle. And I I walked into the office and I was completely taken aback because I think what I expected to find was when you think about a nutritionist, especially one of the leading nutritionists, you know, you think that you're going to walk in the room, Benny, and on the wall, you're going to see like all these charts about food and all of this other stuff. Well, what I discovered was a very welcoming office that was so comfortable to be in. There were no charts on the wall, but it gave me a, a sneak preview of who Bev Kimblade is. Uh, beyond being the owner of Bev uh, Kimblade Consulting and Seattle Nutrition, she is someone that has had a passion and a dedication to helping people in her private practice. But you're going to hear about her journey as well. 
because she's been doing this for over 15 years. Beyond all of that, when we take a look at her life, the community, uh, the leadership she's had, the people she's gotten to work with, uh, as well as growing up in what I've talked about a lot, a traditional Southern diet. Fire them up, baby. Fry it. There it is. But... She did like I did. She moved to the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, it's hard to find some chitlins around here. But she started her own they company. They look like seafood. <laughs> they do. Actually, yeah. we we thought they were fried clams for years. Oh, That's what we really? were told. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, until we came in one day and saw them in the pot, and the smell was just enough to kill Don't. you. Yeah. Ouch. Um, But we're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about nutrition. And we're going to talk about what this incredible woman has learned as being a nutrition professor at Bastyr University uh, and nutrition clinic uh, professional as faculty as well as um, at the center in Bastyr for uh, natural health in Seattle. So starting her own business, taking a powerful message out there, and giving a whole lot of people permission to take as much vitamin D as a probably you'll hear today as she believes we should be taking. Bev, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Great. Thanks for having me. It's a real uh, honor to be here. All right. What's your favorite southern dish? Wow. I know. Oh, there's it's so many one. to choose from, it's hard right? For, but I know one that comes up. to. I, I have one. I really do. Had to think about it a while, but do you have a favorite? Uh, I have to say that uh, my grandmother in North Carolina made incredible chicken chicken and dumplings. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Comfort food. Oh, my God. So mine is hot cornbread with butter in a glass of warm milk. Wow. Mm. Oh, my Brings God. back memories. Does it, don't you think? <laughs> I'm going uh, with fried okra. Fried okra is good, too. If you get the batter right. I, that's the tricky part the right you there. you got to right. get it right. you got to do it right. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us here today. We're going to be doing a whole lot of show uh, programs with you. Uh, but what I was struck by was, you know, by your approach to, approach to nutrition and uh, where that comes from. So let's start out the conversation, I think, by talking about um, where your journey has led you to. Why did you decide, this is what I'm going to do, nutrition. But more importantly, Bev, why you decided to do it the way you do it? Uh, I've always had a passion for food. I um, grew up in the country during a time when uh, there were more, there was more farmland, of course, and um, uh, being around the table, having family reunions and all of that was just uh, really, really important. But, uh, you know, I graduated from high school in 1974, and people just weren't really interested in nutrition no. at that time. So I ended up moving to the Northwest right out of high school and uh, had to figure out what I was going to do with my life. So I took, I took different journeys, but I have to say that um, by my mid-20s, I knew that nutrition was it. I didn't really know where it was going to take me, um, what I had to do as far as being trained in the field. And uh, now here we go. You know, that's been actually closer to 20 years now. I can't hardly believe it. But um, nutrition is a very young science. Um, you know, some some types of medicine have been around for 5,000 years. And, uh, you know, 100 years ago, we didn't even know what a vitamin was. That's right. So um, I think some sometimes people can get a little frustrated uh, with all the differences of opinion out there but i think we have to remember that nutrition is is a new science we have to be open and flexible and continue to learn uh, about what's going on out there how would you how would you um characterize 
the American people in terms of, I don't know, what should I say, where they are on the nutrition effectiveness scale, so to speak. You know, how are we doing? I mean, are we going to get a two thumbs up? Are we going to get one thumb up, one down? Where are we? Well, I think it kind of depends on what what area of the country that you live in. Oh, no kidding. And uh, culturally, what's available. Uh, You know, there's been a grassroots movement for a long time with, uh, you know, farmers markets. And those are Mm -hmm. in large cities and small towns and sometimes out in the middle of nowhere where people have to really travel about that. But um, the one thing I can say is that people are stressed out. They're confused. Um... They're getting mixed messages, and they're doing the best that they can with um, what they think they should be doing. And sometimes uh, that's a little tough to figure out. Well, and, you know, part of this is really to to try to figure it out. But how does it show up? I mean, you know, I know for me, I've gone through times where I, I just was off. I was either tired or, you know, maybe I looked great. Yeah, I looked great. Sure. But, you know, I got toothpicks holding my eyes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we don't really go to nutrition for that right away. Uh, People don't generally think about that. Uh, Think about that it could be something that they're missing. Um, It could be something that they maybe have too much of. Um, And I'm not talking about food either. You know, uh, there's some vitamins that actually have an upper limit. And people are so wiped out and tired. I'd have to say that's probably the number one reason that they come to see me. They've tried everything. They've had every test that they think is possible uh, to have. But that's not actually true. There's actually uh, more things out there. But we really have to get to the bottom of why people are so wiped out. It's not normal. Normal to be tired at two years old, and it's not to be—it's not normal to be tired at 102. Being tired and fatigued and having to drag yourself out of bed is just not a normal state. And there's typically a reason why that's going on. And I love that you said that. It's not normal to be tired at two, and it's not normal to be tired at 102. I love that because we uh, we actually have sort of been socialized for a bit. To think that, you know, when you're 30, you should start to really feel tired. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you know, and then, oh, forget when you're, wow, turn you 50 and you get all those black and white balloons or something. I'm not even sure what you get at 60. But I don't think people eat. Yeah, I mean, so we're in an interesting society, and we've actually been told we're supposed to be tired. That That's right. And uh, age is just a piece of information. It's a piece of information that's that's nice to have, but I think many times things get missed because a per- person is a certain age. Like, for instance, uh, vitamin B12 deficiency. That's something that we often think of as only happening in older people. But I see 17-year-olds who have vitamin B12 deficiency, and they normally wouldn't be tested for that. So I think uh, uh, spending too much time on somebody's age and not really listening to them and thinking about uh, what could be going on in addition, uh, and it's really just finding out what's going on in people's lives. How much are they sleeping? Actually, what are they eating? You know, I have some clients that, you know, they're they're away from home 10 to 12 hours a day. Yeah. They have long commutes. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a lot of food options if they don't bring their own food to work. And oh, yeah. It's, it's quite challenging. Busy schedules, right? That's right. And then, you know, what we do is we, uh, you know, we either settle for A, not eating, or B, we settle for the quick thing, quick thing that's in front of us. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that many people don't talk about around nutrition, and that are that is blood tests. I was so made aware by Bev about her approach to things. I thought I was going to get uh, a a dissertation on food, and instead I 
got some wisdom on the body. When we come back, we'll be sharing that with you right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Very special guest, someone you're going to hear a lot from, Beverly Kinblade. We'll be right back. Chicken. Nice fried chicken. Barbecue chicken. Won't you send it down the line? Say, everyone's talking about chicken. Chicken's a popular Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistique Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistique Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Our work is to help our students become aware of who they actually are. Whether you are just exploring the idea of teaching yoga or a seasoned teacher who needs to keep up your skills or someone who wants to deepen your practice, our programs are created with you in mind and are approved by Yoga Alliance and licensed by the state of Washington. We offer three levels of training so you can progress at the pace that respects your lifestyle and resources. For more information, go to yogatrainingseattle.com. That's yogatrainingseattle.com. Discover the ancient art of herbal medicine today. Herbs can help our bodies better respond to the modern world's high stress, toxicity, and pathogens. Herbs can assist our bodies with their powers of nourishment and strength. Reconnect to the earth and engage more fully with life through remedies from nature. Using vital herbs through teas, infused compounds, and powders, the talented, highly trained herbalists at Urban Wellness help choose the herbs best suited for you. See what herbs can do for your life and health by visiting Urban Wellness in downtown Kirkland or online at Urban Wellness. That's urbanwellness.net. Ugh, aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, very good. When does this start? This starts in August. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great! We should spread the word! Absolutely, spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. But anywhere you go, you're bound to find that you can eat nothing but a bird. Some people call it a fowl. That's the story I heard. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Great show. I've been looking forward to having this conversation with Beverly Kinblade. And as I said, I remember sitting across from her in her office, and boy, did I get an education on many things. One of the things that, uh, well, I, you know, I'll share this story in a little bit. But one of the things she did talk about is her approach. And, and what I was really struck by is how her approach is really different than many of the pop nutritionists you see either on television or otherwise. Because, you know, a lot of their focus is around food. What uh, Bev has is an integrated focus. And as I said before the break, we're going to start the conversation out with how to figure out what is going on. So let's just talk a little bit about what it's like to come visit you. Because this is where I was struck. And actually, you not only help me, but you help Linda uh, and Linda's mom with this. Okay. Um, it's really important uh, if people have had any lab tests done um, by their doctor or nurse practitioner at a annual physical, any labs that they have done, I generally have have them bring those in. Um, it is true that you can look at people and tell if they have certain deficiencies. In fact, 100 years ago, that was the primary way that nutritional deficiencies were identified. If somebody's low in iron, they might be a little pale. Um, they might have some changes in their fingernails or whatever. But we have the power of lab tests now, and uh, most insurance companies will pay for that. Uh, and so, really, I think nutrition labs have been lost in the shuffle, so to speak. Yeah. It's uh, very common that people have their cholesterol done. And now, um, wow, people are getting their vitamin D level done. Nobody could be happier than me about that. I know. And we're going to talk about that. And uh, But um, it's important. There, there are other labs that need to be done because lab work really shows what people are digesting and absorbing. And when you think about it, we can walk into almost any store. We we can pick up supplements, even, even uh, you know, in the convenience stores these days. Uh, our food is fortified and enriched in the manufacturing process. So, uh, a lot of a lot of questions that I get asked is, how can we possibly have deficiencies? I know it doesn't make sense, does it? In a lot of ways, but then it does. After I spoke with you, it did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. Um, uh, did you want to talk about some specific lab? Yeah, work what I'd like to do. Well, done? let me just share the story. When I came in and talked with you, you talked to us about vitamin D, and we're going to talk about that today. Um, but uh, you know, I was sitting there, and I did two things. First of all, I told my best friend that she has to have her mom check for vitamin D. So off she went to a doctor, conventional doctor. Mm -hmm. And good news is he was really open to the conversation. Yeah, that's great. He's really open, right? And I think he gave her the vitamin D, and then they did the blood work. Oh, my gosh. I don't even think her vitamin D level was like a 10. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was. And that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. And then you said to me, and so I ran off to my naturopath, and I said, okay, I think I need some vitamin D like now. And then uh, she did give it to me, and then we did the blood work, and I think my vitamin D was like 13. So what does that mean? Well, it's, uh, it's too low. That's right. <laughs> uh, we have about 30 years of research on vitamin D, and uh, some, some really good research that's come out in the last year or so uh, is showing that in some populations uh, that we don't even maximize our calcium and magnesium absorption until our vitamin D gets up around 75. Um, wow. So, you know, the reference ranges for most labs will say that it's okay to be 32 to 100, but there's some interesting research coming out. Um, uh, there was one article that I read showing that women whose vitamin D levels were over 100 
I think around 132, had a 50% less incidence of breast cancer than women who were under 30. So it, uh, you know, and this is just one piece of research, but we need to pay attention to that. Um, the reference ranges do need to be increased. There's a lot of controversy about where vitamin D should be. But in my private practice, I really want people to get up in the 50, 75, even 100 range. Myself personally, um, I take vitamin D every day. I don't miss a beat. Uh, and I try to keep my levels up right at 100 or over 100. And that said, um, there are some people that we have to be careful uh, that they're taking large doses of vitamin D, and we can talk about. Because for some people, taking 1,000 IUs is a large dose. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I recommend that for for uh, kids that are in school, depending on their body size. So, um, so the reference ranges um, are still questionable, but uh, I think just about everybody out there in vitamin D research would agree with me that the reference ranges are too low and we need to get people up in the 50, 75, 100 range. And can, can you talk about, and I want to be clear about this because this was an education to me, vitamin D and then D3. Because we're hearing language now because, you know, for me, the target was D3, and I actually didn't understand why because... Yeah, and that's right. So when you get your vitamin D levels checked, they're gonna they're gonna check your total vitamin D, and and that's gonna be made up your of your vitamin D two and your vitamin D three levels. So the best way to make vitamin D is obviously from the sun, and uh, uh, this is really what's happened in the past thirty years. Uh, we gave up a significant food source for vitamin D. Do you remember what that one was? Mm. About 30 years ago now, we gave up a an important, uh, in, in the U.S. anyway, most people stopped eating one specific food that really uh, had kept people's, not only their vitamin D level down. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking, I have a vitamin guess. A. Good talk. <laughs> All right, wait a minute. We should have like a little giveaway on this. So the people, okay, so 30 years ago, like 30 years ago was like. Maybe 40 now. It's 40. Between 30 and 40. It's about 40, right? So so are we talking in the 70s? Yes, we are. And so we gave something up as a society. Yeah, a significant food source that a lot of people maybe our age grew up on and most people think it's disgusting. I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Okay. I don't know. Is it liver? It's liver. I love liver. <laughs> I love. Is it liver? Because I thought liver. about this. See now, if you if you're at when I go back to Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. You can get liver. That's right. Now, of course, these days I recommend that you know where the animal's coming from and that you shoot for the organic sources. But liver's not only high in vitamin D, but it's high in iron. Um, I I mean, it's just loaded vitamin A. And uh, people stopped eating that. So why? Can you, can you give me a little, you know, I mean, I know we all did. Yeah. But I don't remember what, I I don't remember what the scare was. So many people had it when they were kids and they just didn't like the way it tasted and just like the cod liver oil. Couldn't understand why they were taking that either. But uh, but liver really did uh, provide a lot of nutrients uh, to our ancestors. People who lived in this part of the country actually would eat the liver of fish, wild game, and then later domesticated animals. Sometimes you know every day, and uh, they had that all year round to supplement the what they were making the vitamin D they were making from the sun during the summer months. But you know here in Seattle and Puget Sound Northwest in general, you know we're up here around latitude forty seven, and we've got such a short window time to actually make vitamin D from the from the sun. So uh, and and then there's sunscreen because we had increased incidence of skin cancer. And um, so wherever we apply sunscreen, that blocks the production. So right. it can get a little tricky to, to actually make enough vitamin D during the summer months. Even if you think you're out in the sun, you're getting sun, you have sunscreen on, you're not. 
Oh, yeah, like yesterday it was beautiful. It was right. like summertime. But, but I put the sunscreen on. You're not really getting vitamin D. Yeah, and then there's just even, you know, uh, even if the sun's not really intense, you can already see uh, it's, it's uh, coming up a lot further south, and it's yeah. setting a lot further south. So uh, um, that that plays a role, and that's why the summer is the best time to make uh, vitamin D here in the northwest. So, you know, one of the things we find, and this is something you do right at the gate, you take a look and you say, look, let's look at your blood work. Uh, vitamin D is just one aspect of it, but right. I'm sure there is a wide range of things that you've seen people come in with. Uh, that's right. What and are some of the more common things outside of vitamin D that people may not even think? Uh, two, two other labs that people really need to get done is their vitamin B12. And uh, vitamin B12 is tricky. You know, it's found in animal foods, um, so all of the classic nutrition text and uh, maybe even in nutrition lectures that are going on right now, uh, people are going to hear that vegans are at high risk for having vitamin B12 deficiency because they don't consume animal foods. Well, uh, B12 is interesting because uh, it has to hook on to a special protein that we make in our stomach, uh, and that's not true of other vitamins. Other vitamins just hook on to water or they hook on to fat. But vitamin B12 actually has to hook on to a special protein that we make in our stomach, and it depends on our stomach acid. So think about what happens when you're popping some of these over-the-counter things that neutralize your stomach acid because people have a lot of heartburn and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, the GERD, the the reflux disease, and and they're on medications that are changing their stomach acid. And people who are diabetic are taking medications that also change their stomach acid. So uh, I generally find that my vegan clients have vitamin B12 levels up close to 1,000. When we do the labs and patients who aren't vegan, who are eating, consuming a lot of animal foods, their levels will be in the 100 to 400 range. And that's significant deficiency. And people can start having um, symptoms like tingling in their fingers and toes. And the, the classic one is short-term memory. I mean, oh. how many people are out there saying, gosh, you know, I go into the next room and I can't even remember what. But uh, that can actually be a simple vitamin B12 deficiency. I love what you're saying because, you know, I just visual- visualize a friend of mine. It's really funny. But it's not going to be funny <laughs> to you. Uh, but what I visualize about her is, you know, I remember her getting all her vitamins. She's ready to take her vitamins. But before she takes her vitamins, because her vitamins, <laughs> because her vitamins upset her stomach, she takes her antacid. Yeah, wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So what you're saying is, well, okay, vitamins upset your stomach, but then you take the antacids, and then therefore the vitamins actually aren't working. A lot of them don't. And, uh, you know, so vitamin B12, like I say, that's generally associated with people who are older. But believe me, I see teenagers with severe vitamin B12 deficiency. So, you know, in the scheme of things, and as we're, we, we've got lots that we're going to be talking about with you, uh, when, I, when we come back, I want to talk about some of the myths we have about food because this was also another eye-opener and you gave me permission to do something i hadn't done in like 10 years (laughs) and i want to tell everybody about it it was so absolutely delicious awesome yummy salivating and i really didn't have permission to do that until i talked to bev but we're going to talk about why that's important stay tuned we'll be right back with the dr pat show my very special guest bev kimblade but also go to seattlenutrition.com there's lots of information there when we come back we'll talk about how you can connect with bev but more importantly what should you know about food what is the truth and what is not stay tuned we'll be right back ladies are you living an inspired life do you yearn for a more passionate dream-filled life 
Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Discover why researchers are investing time and money in an attempt to explain these unprecedented healings and how you too can master this extraordinary work. Reconnective Healing is a globally recognized new level of healing and has been taught to more than 60,000 people in more than 60 countries. Discover your ability to heal November 6th and 7th in Seattle with Reconnective Healing instructor Christine Upchurch. These events will teach you how to utilize this new spectrum of healing frequencies that allows us to access a level of healing beyond anything you've read about, thought about, or dreamed about. To register for the Reconnective Healing events in Seattle, visit thereconnection.com. Meet Kevin. I was 60 pounds heavier than I am now. I was at 35% body fat. I was depressed. I was miserable. Then Kevin consulted Seattle nutritionist Bev Kinblade, who made some adjustments in his diet. It wasn't some fad diet. It was solid nutrition. My metabolism improved drastically. My energy shot up. My self-confidence, self-esteem was life-changing. Find out about a free 30-minute nutrition appointment with Bev Kinblade at seattlenutrition.com. seattlenutrition.com. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qigong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind body practice. iiqtc.org. Invest in your life, Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery, offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development and holistic wellness. This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. Welcome to Rubenesque Yoga. We offer yoga classes at retreats that focus on relaxation and rejuvenation. You do not need to be a marathon runner or bend like a pretzel to attend our classes. Rubenesque Yoga's retreats are held at the beautiful Wild Iris Inn located in Lacana, Washington, where you will enjoy a weekend of relaxation, yoga, and shopping. Please visit yogaforplussizes.com for more information. That's yogaforplussizes.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Um, and we actually have a couple of things we want to talk with you about. Uh, first of all, I want to make sure that you all are introduced to Bev Kimblade, and she's joining us here today. Uh, we've got a, a lot that we're going to be doing with her. We're also going to be talking about some tests, etc. cetera. Uh, SeattleNutrition.com is the website. And so we also have uh, something that we're offering as well. So let's talk about the offerings first, if okay. you don't mind. Sure. So for people, we have three free metabolic testing with 30-minute nutrition appointment included. So let's talk about what that is okay. that we're doing. Um, you have th- uh, three one-year subscriptions to Clean Eating Magazine as our giveaways as well. 
That's right. To people that call in. So what I want to do is offer this to those of you that do call into the show. Um, and let's tell everybody what this is about. What is the metabolic testing? What is that? And it's, you know, uh, included with the 30-minute appointment. That's right. So uh, metabolic testing is basically rest, uh, measuring what's called resting energy expenditure. And that's about 70% of the calories that somebody burns uh uh, during the day at rest without activity. So the machines have gotten quite sophisticated. Yeah. The one that I have is approved by the FDA and uh, some insurance companies supposedly or uh, perhaps we're hoping are going to pay for the service. But people are struggling out there. Um, they're really not eating enough food. And they wonder why they continue to gain weight. You know, they're cutting their food intake, which is one of the worst things you can do, cutting your calorie intake so their body thinks they're starving. So this machine is uh, sophisticated. You breathe in uh, through a tube. It's able to measure the oxygen in the room, and then it calibrates, and then it uh, measures the actual oxygen that a person's breathing in and breathing out. You have a little nose clip on your nose, so you're just breathing out uh, in and out of your mouth. And in about 10 to 12 minutes, we know how many calories you're burning at rest. Wow. Uh, estimate of how many calories you burn uh, with 30 minutes of in moderate exercise and then how many calories a person's burning um, just doing other things. And uh, it used to be that you could only get this testing done in uh, hospitals right. uh, and sports medicine clinics. So um, so it's a great service to be able to offer. It is because those are the kinds of things you know because yeah. then you can start to make adjustments. But the other thing that uh, Bev has given away is a three one-year subscription to Clean Eat magazine uh, and this will be available to people that call in during the show okay great uh, 1-800-930-2819 if you want to give us a shout we'll take the first three callers 1-800-930-2819 and if you have a question for Bev please call in and let's get your question if you don't want to come on air just give it to Be- uh, to Benny but if you want to also send it online send it to the drpatshow.com or drpatlive and what you can do there is just ask your or a question, and we'll get it on air. But in order to receive um, this uh, one-year subscription to Clean Eating Magazine, you do have to call in, 1-800-930-2819, and Mr. Benny is waiting for you. So, okay, before before the break, I was talking about food. We're going to talk about common myths about food, and I want to share what you gave me permission to do. Okay. Because I know it may seem silly to some people, but it was not silly to me. And it actually took me some real gumption to actually do this. So we were sitting and we were talking, and I was listening to you, and we were talking about chicken. And, you know, we were talking about chicken meat. I eat a lot of chicken, but I mostly eat white meat. Uh-huh. And I mostly eat white meat without skin, right? So mm-hmm. chicken breast, no skin, mm-hmm. no oil, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you actually were talking about, you know, the value of eating the dark meat chicken and the value of eating the fat on the dark meat chicken, <laughs> meaning I grew up like you. Sure. I grew up mom with the South, from the South. So if it wasn't crispy, you did not eat it, right? Mm-hmm. But somewhere along the line, I gave up crispy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said to me that it is okay to eat yourself a chicken thigh <laughs> with, the, with the skin. And I went and I cooked these chicken thighs, and they were cooked perfectly. And the skin was so crispy. And I ate that so slowly and enjoyed so much of it. And I think I emailed you about it. Mm-hmm. You did. But yet, I think it's important to talk about why. So let's talk about the common myths about food, what people believe. Okay. Because clearly for me, eating white meat only mm-hmm. without skin mm-hmm. was something I learned along the way. Sure, that's right. Eating that dark meat, 
and I can't wait till Thanksgiving because uh-huh. I'm actually a dark meat girl. Mm-hmm. And that was actually hard for me to do. Sure. Uh, it's a different flavor. It's a very strong flavor. Um, and a lot of people don't like that, and that's certainly fine. But I think uh, along the way, see, the one thing about nutrition is you can crunch the numbers and, you know, you can figure out the grams of fat and all of that. But there's other things that you really can't measure. I mean, there are nutrients that we can measure. Uh, chicken thighs are higher in iron. Um, they're, they're just higher in a lot of the minerals out there uh, that people are missing. And, you know, rendered chicken fat, um, some people probably grew up um, actually consuming that. Um, it's one of those kind of things that research is showing actually is uh, not what we thought it was 20 or 30 years ago. But I can tell you I still see a lot of people that are scared to death to eat an egg. Uh, even, oh! Even though that research back in the 70s never really did say that, you know, eggs specifically raise cholesterol. There's so many things out there. And now there's research, you know, coming back around that says that eggs are okay to eat. But um, I think it's going to take a long time to convince people that they can actually eat eggs again. So, you know, the, the dark meat chicken, uh, if you're looking at it from from a, a vitamin mineral standpoint, mm-hmm. um, the information's there. I actually had a test done on me recently. Which was because uh, I had been told eat egg whites. Mm-hmm. They're they're high in protein, and that's the reason why it's recommended. But boy, you really have to make them taste good. And you know, honestly, I don't know how you can eat an egg white without putting some oil or butter in the pan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but recently, I had some information that said no, 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 no. You should not eat egg white. You actually need to eat the whole egg. That's right. And so there, you know, we do these things because we think we're doing the right thing, but we don't really understand the chemistry around it. And we don't understand that this is individuals. That's right. That's why we should not be, you know, you know, doing this on our own. That's right. Um, you know, there, there's always that, you know, 20 plus percent genetics that all of us are, you know, very individual. But the way that I look at that is that leaves a lot of room for, um, us to be able to do other things. And, and what's okay for one person to do is, uh, not necessarily good for another another person and you know talking about the chicken thighs uh, you know there again if people are going to cook chicken thighs just like chicken breast i i want it to be in good quality oil if they're going to fry it not use too high heat so there's things that people do out there that actually destroy the nutritional value of the food that they're eating and one is just cooking too high heat uh, my favorite one of my favorite sayings is that uh, when you see the smoke all the nutrition's gone up in smoke <laughs> linda Linda, are you listening? <laughs> so people cook on too Linda, high heat. <laughs> and you talk to Linda, actually. She actually mm-hmm, scheduled you. Mm-hmm. She, everything's on high. Yeah. Everything. She, I don't she want is the queen of that. high cooking. Right. We need to lower the thermostat there and, you know, cook on moderate heat, have a little more patience, use high-quality oils. And, you know, if something is fried right, it, the food itself is not going to absorb a lot of the fat. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes it's just in the way we're preparing it. Okay, so myth or magic? Here's the question. Okay. Myth or magic? Coconut oil and coconut. Grew up for years. Okay. Do not go near the coconut. Okay. You know, take your, you know, the only way you want to go in the co- coconut is when you're having like a Mai Tai or something. Okay. 
But now, what is it? Well, is here, coconut back? Here, yes, coconut's back, and in a lot of cultures, coconut never left, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, so we have to look at a coconut from a whole food standpoint. Okay. Uh, you know, it's got the coconut water on the inside, very nutritious uh, by itself. But then, you know, we have a tendency to do things like add things to things, right? But uh, plain coconut water is very nutritious. And then we have the we have the shredded uh, coconut. Whole food, very nutritious, high in fiber. And then we get down to the coconut oil. And there again, um, it's going to be controversial. And we also have coconut milk. But is coconut oil is going to be, uh, continue to be controversial because it's saturated fat. But, um, my feeling about coconut oil is that if people get raw, unrefined, so it's just kind of come through the first step of the processing. Uh, a lot of the nutrition has been uh, left in that food, and it's okay to use. But, you know, uh, we just have a tendency in this country, a little bit's okay, so we just take off with it, and all of a sudden, you know, we're just consuming too much of it. And we have to remember that while there's coconut water, which is really a water, uh, we do have to watch the overall fat intake in our diet, and we can't get away from that. Uh, but people kind of see it as a license to just go a little crazy. So I recommend unrefined um, uh, raw coconut oil, uh, but beyond that, I generally don't recommend the refined coconut oils. Okay, let's talk about, you know, coconut. Um, well, you can't have coconut without a little sugar in it, though. <laughs> so let's talk about one of the most favorite heated topics right now in this country, and that is sugar, high fructose corn syrup, any other name of it that you can't pronounce, but by every name, it is sugar. I tell you, the the 70s was... I hate to keep harping on the 70s. Maybe I know, that's I was the, right there with I you. Because I could remember what was going on back then. But, <laughs> you know, we actually used to care about how much sugar people were taking in from all yeah. sources. And somewhere along the way with the cholesterol messages and the fat messages and the fiber message and the protein message and all of this, the, the whole thing about uh, sugar got lost. And... Uh, uh, most people are shocked. I mean, you can go out and buy some types of yogurt, uh, you know, that are non-fat, that have 35 grams of sugar I in saw, there. I know, I saw it's that. It's like over two tablespoons of sugar. So, And it's like, well, where's that coming from? Well, foods, some foods naturally have sugar in them, like milk uh, has a high amount of lactose because, let's face it, a calf, just like a human baby, needs a high lactose, um, you know, they need high lactose feedings the first you know, a few months of their life. and um, But a lot of people don't tolerate lactose, but it is a milk sugar. Anything that ends in an OSE is going to be a sugar. <laughs> Glucose, maltose, dextrose. I mean, the list goes on and on. It is a sugar. Uh, fructose, which is the natural sugar that's found in, in fruits. And let's face it, you know, you could eat several pounds of bananas a day, although I don't recommend that. You wouldn't naturally get too much uh, fructose from is that. Is that right? Uh, that's right. Wow. You might get too Myth much. Or magic. <laughs> I'm you t- might get too much potassium if you're supposed to be on a low <laughs> potassium diet. Uh-oh. But along the way, so what I do is I look at all sources of sugar, regardless of what it is, regardless of the source, whether it's naturally occurring, um, man-made, there's a lot of those out there, or, um, you know, something that's been used in a lot of cultures for many, many years. And then there's the things like the sugar alcohols, which we probably ought to talk a little bit about, too. But What one, is an example of a sugar alcohol? A sugar alcohol. Call is like xylitol. Oh, there we so go. So anything that ends in an OL, like alcohol uh-huh. ends in an OL, anything that ends in an OL in that is a sugar alcohol. And, you know, one thing that people need to know is that it's also a natural la- 
laxative. Uh, so some people just don't tolerate sugar alcohols, especially if they have irritable bowel syndrome and some other things going on out there. So uh, the amount of sugars and sugar alcohol that people tolerate. But one thing I can say is that uh, many times people have met their sugar requirements for the entire day from all sources just at breakfast. And then they're starving again an hour and a half later, and mm. they need they need a stimulant of some kind. They mm. need something sweet to get them going again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, we're we're really just consuming too much sugar from all sources. Okay, so sugar, and then that brings up the honey and the agave 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 category. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, many people don't think of sugar and agave. Uh, excuse me, agave and honey as sugar. Let's talk about that when we come back. Bev Kimblade here uh, on the Doctor Pat Show. If you want to find out more, if you want to make an appointment because those of you that are out there, three of you will be able to get the free metabolic testing uh, when you make a 30-minute nutrition appointment. So if you want to do that as well, you can send us, well, you could actually give us a call and we'll take your name. But go to seattlenutrition.com. We'll be right back. For pet parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe they make. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, never any empty calories. You can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness, from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference wellness pet foods can make, and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Terry O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, On the Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Get ready to feel more alive. Alive with a Deal brings you the truth behind things you experience every day, ways you can heal yourself, and choices that make you feel truly alive. A Deal is a true Renaissance man, a world-renowned yoga master, naturopathic doctor for 10 years, an attorney, and has degrees in physics, math, hypnotherapy, massage, operatic singing, plus he's an expert in green home building. Alive with a Deal discusses health for your body, from heartache to heartburn, your mind, from judgment to joy, your home, from cooking to 
to color and your spirit so you can bring forth your talents hidden deep within. A Deal bravely discusses things most people wouldn't touch, delivered with compassion, integrity, and wit. Alive with a Deal is about your own healing so that you feel more alive. Tune in each Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Transformation Talk Radio and Alternative Talk. Feel more alive. Alive with a Deal. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. So those of you that would love to make an appointment with Bev, we want to make sure that you have her office number. Bev, why don't we give that out right now? Okay. It's 206-920-7676. And for three of you that want to do that, you can call in, give Benny your name. We'll make sure we give it to Bev. And then you will also be able to get that free metabolic testing with a 30-minute nutrition appointment. So, uh, yep, you have time to do that. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, all right, let's finish the sugar conversation because we've got some questions from our callers that okay. have called in. Uh, agave, honey. We already went through the fructoses sure. and mm-hmm. the xylitols. Mm-hmm. Okay, now on the market, of course, agave. Been on the market for a gazillion years, mm-hmm. grew up with it, mm-hmm. honey tea, sore throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I recommend raw agave nectar, but there again, you know, people have got to watch how much they consume. And I'm really impressed by honey. Uh, honey's very medicinal. Um, you know, the, during the last century, um, honey was actually put in wounds, and it'll heal wounds. Uh, it, it works very nice. Honey's the only food that we know of that never spoils. They found it several oh, really? thousand years old. Even when it gets crystallized? Yeah, you can just, you can, you can revive it, bring it back to life. Is that interesting? <laughs> and it does work uh, to help the immune system. So, uh, But there again, you know, it's twice as concentrated as other types of sugar, so you just need to be careful with how much you use. Okay, so we've got some questions coming in. Uh, a question about the liver. I want okay. to go back to that because that came in earlier. Which is better to eat, calves' liver or beef? Beef does not taste as good. Mm-hmm. I just heard that pig liver is really good. And what is your comment regarding pig liver? I had not heard the pig liver thing. Okay, well, I think the liver from um, any animal except uh, polar bear. Uh, <laughs> if we were to consume polar bear liver, it would we would die very quickly. But, of course, oh, they've wow. acclimated up to it in other parts of the world. Um, but I think the liver of different kind of animals, you know, uh, for people uh, who aren't vegetarian, you know, from rabbits. Um, uh, chicken. I mean, they all can be very, very nutritious. And it's a matter of uh, personal preference, too. Everybody's taste is a little bit different. But just make sure you understand what that animal has been fed. Or, That's and right. Given. I, I, I mean, only it's... recommend you got to really go with the organic sources uh, when it comes to consuming um, liver and other types of uh, those parts of the body, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because we've learned a lot about that over mm-hmm. time. So thank mm-hmm. you. Hey, thank you for the question. A couple of other questions. Marion called in, has a question. Just been tested for gluten, eggs, and dairy. What do I do now? I think, uh, uh, Marianne, I think you're saying you've been tested that uh, you can't have gluten, eggs, and dairy. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? I can actually help you with that because I don't know a lot about that. But let's ask Bev. 
Yeah, um, if you're if you're struggling with what to eat, uh, you really should see a nutritionist um, that specializes in that area. Absolutely, be- because there's a lot of products out there on the market now. Uh, it's a lot easier to actually go gluten free uh, when it comes to eggs and some of the other things that people are sensitive to. It can get a little tough, you know, because they're they're putting a lot of different things in our food these days. So it may not have gluten in it, but it might have egg and the other things that you're sensitive to. So uh, a nutritionist can help you with brand names, where to shop, uh, resources online, those kind of things. So uh, don't spend a lot of time struggling and too many hours in the grocery store trying to figure it out on yourself. Okay, so Marianne, why don't you give Bev a call because you'll be able to figure this out. But the thing that I want to share about the eggs is what I shared with you. Uh, When I was tested for eggs, I had thought that, okay, it's the whole egg. But what I found was that if I eat the white separately, no good. If I eat the yolk separately... No good. And you can test for this. But if you put them together, mm-hmm. yummy. I don't really understand it. Uh, a whole egg is a whole food. Mm. There you go. <laughs> and it's the essence of uh, essence okay. of the animal, really. All right. So let's talk about dairy because um, I, too, relate to this. But I have found an amazing line of uh, dairy-free, gluten-free. One of them is uh, is a product that is out there that I use in my drinks, in my tea, or if in coffee. Boy, I'm not going to get it. I think it's called So Delicious. I think that's mm-hmm. what it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's coconut, but it also doesn't have fat. So it's kind of interesting. It's primary is coconut, but mm-hmm. it's dairy-free. Mm-hmm. And so th- aren't there alternatives there's now? A, there's a lot of alternatives out there, and more are coming on the market all the time. So uh, there again, you know, talking with somebody that has to stay up on all this, yes. uh, you know, most nutritionists are going to be getting alerts from different food companies, you know, with new products that are coming out. So um, I find that people just spend too much time trying to figure out on their own and, and mm-hmm. not getting the answers that they want. And I just want to make an announcement for all of you. We actually are bringing vans on. They have gluten-free as well as great frozen, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, convenience food Yeah, yeah no and, wheat and all mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. we're going to be giving like tons, hundred, actually thousands of dollars of gift certificates away thanks to our friends at, at Vans who know that I'm gluten-free. Okay, next question from Ann. Thyroid levels are off. Mm-hmm. Maybe Graves' disease mm-hmm. recommendation. My recommendation, go see Bev is what, number one. Yeah, go see somebody. Yeah, that's that's right. And um, you know, most people don't know that the thyroid gland uh, depends exclusively on two minerals. One is iodine, and the other selenium. And uh, you know, as much uh, processed salt as we consume in this country, uh, there's actually not a lot of iodine in there. So you can actually get a urine test done to test and see if you're iodine deficient. Getting a handle on selenium is a little tougher uh, because it depends on how much selenium the mineral is in the soil. Um, so, But those are two things that can adversely affect the thyroid. So as a nutritionist, that's my interest in it, is seeing if people have iodine and selenium deficiency, and they can be tested for that. I, this hour has gone so quickly, but I do want to squeeze in a little question. Okay. And let's let's talk about it next time you're on. Salt, myth or magic? Can we include salt? I mean, all of the food shows say put salt in your food. Well, salt brings out the flavor of food, but only sea salt. 
And uh, here's the thing about sea salt. Uh, it has 80 to 90 minerals in it that are processed out in the processing of salt. But now that everybody's jumped on the sea salt bandwagon, just make sure that your sea salt is gray or, you know, has some color to it. I'm Not still, white. I'm suspic- Don't get the I'm white sea salt. I'm of the white sea salt. I just, minerals have a color to them, and that sea salt ought to have a little color. There you go. It's not something floating in your sea salt. It actually is a sea salt. Bev, thank you so You're very much. Welcome. Very cool. And for those of you out there, especially those folks that called in with questions, uh, if you call a Bev and set up an appointment with Bev, uh, make sure you mention the show so you can get that metabolic testing. The number to call is 206-920-7676. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. 